0: It is officially the start of draft season. The college football season is behind us. The NFL regular season is completely done, and we are gearing up to watch the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. That means we can shift our focus to some of these all-star games. We can shift our focus to talking about the Combine, which will eventually come up, but it's also perfect timing to do a mock draft so we're going to start off the cycle with a mock draft just for the teams that have not or sorry have a, an established determined pick that are not going to be uh participating in the playoffs the ones that we know exactly where they're going to be selecting and that was those are the only ones that are going to be a part of this mock draft before we get to that though i'm joe de with ryan roberts and alex gilstrap make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're tuning in before we get into it, also though, I, Ryan, I want to ask you: You were at CGS this past week. You were there for a few days. I, I want to know what was it like. Uh,
2: it it was. I mean, it was a lot of fun because I got in actually before the event even started. Unfortunately, I had to leave a little earlier. It was actually my first time in Texas, which was you know kind of just what? cool. Yeah, first time in Texas. Like I've been, I've been through Texas on a connecting flight before, but I've never uh-huh. actually like. So, I've been in an airport in Texas, but I've never actually been in Texas.
1: Alex, have saying? you been to Texas before? Uh, furthest west I've been is New Orleans, and so no. what
0: the what so is no. what is wrong with you guys? Did you not travel? Like, what
2: Texas, <laughs> Texas sucks, man. Like, that's Oh, I'm, oh just I'm, just we're, we're I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs>
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. We're isolating listeners now. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: my, no. But my, 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 the best trip of my life was a connecting uh-huh. flight. I think we stopped in Texas to go out uh-huh. to Ye- Yellowstone National Park, which is a lot of fun. So, okay. Uh, but to answer your question, back on the Texas, yes. since you're talking trash already, and the, the show didn't even actually start yet, um, so it was cool. <laughs> Kind of see it because you saw obviously a little bit of the smaller school kids early in the week, and then you saw the bigger school kids come in. And it's just kind of cool to see, kind of compare them side by side a little bit. You got to, I got to meet a bunch of scouts, got to meet other media members. I got to see them interacting uh, from scouts to players, and just, you know, got to see weigh ins and a lot of cool, I think there's a lot of cool different sides to the evaluation process that people don't talk about a lot. Dexa scan and wonder, uh, not Wonderlick anymore, but there's the um, aptitude tests and all and the team tests and the mm-hmm. um, surveys that they all have to take for each team. So you saw a lot, multiple layer of the process, which was a lot of fun behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. That's awesome that you got to be there for that for the first time this year. And Uh, Just the beginning of the draft cycle as we've got the Shrine Game coming up. We've got the Senior Bowl, and we will have a ton to talk about throughout this cycle. As I said, we're kicking things off with the mock draft. Before we get to that mock draft, though, folks, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The NFL playoffs are this weekend, and your team might be out of it. Doesn't mean that you can't have some fun. Put some money down. Go and make some picks. Maybe you think there's going to be an upset this weekend. Maybe you think that it's going to be all favorites. Go make some money, do a parlay, goof around, have some fun. BetOnline remains your number one spot for that betting, though, for all of your uh, sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, Don't wait until, or sorry, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, mock draft time, guys. I am so freaking juiced up that we can just talk NFL draft, and it is NFL draft season. There's no more recapping and talking about games that already happened. That we are only talking about prospects, and it is going to be a fun start to this cycle. So today's mock, I'm going to be going first. It is going to be Alex second and then Ryan third in that order. And for the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting first, we, we are well aware that they are in a bit of an interesting spot here because they have an established uh Not established, but a young core of edge rushers. They have Josh Allen, who looks fantastic. Caleb on Chazon. Not so much. He's not really there yet. But in this scenario, you have to consider, do you go with one of the top two guys that has consistently been mocked at that number one spot, the two edge rushers? I'm going to go in a, in a different direction here for the sake of the mock draft. I, I Nick,
2: think that Nick Saban,
0: Nick Saban, they are going to draft Nick Saban. First of all, <laughs> <Could> happen. <laughs> they might need to do that. Um, considering that Trevor Lawrence struggled at times this year. And I, I think the reason for him struggling is uh, a lack of weapons, a lack of an established offensive line. I mean, like there's not really like a big name quality lineman in that group there's also a possibility that cam robinson doesn't return because he's expected to be a free agent and he stinks don't don't forget that and he's also not very good (laughs) 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 so let's let's do the logical thing here let's replace let's replace him with another alabama offensive lineman give me evan neal first of all, all to the jaguars anyone have any uh jabs at that.
2: Well, I actually went on a Jaguars radio station today and talked a little bit about this whole conversation. Um, and I I mean I I mean honestly, we're not doing trades in this, but I think that trading back for Jacksonville would be the most ideal situation because, like you said, Evan Neal makes the most sense, but also, do you want to draft Evan Neal first overall? But then also, yeah. is anybody going to trade up for one of these quarterbacks? Because that's usually the trade up bait, right? So, like, mm-hmm. it's a weird, weird, la- a weird, weird situation with a lot of layers. Ultimately, I think Evan Neal probably makes the most sense. I'm just, I just wish that Jacksonville would be able to potentially move back a couple of slots to take him. Just, just my two cents.
1: Yeah, no, I think that I agree with you there, Ryan. I think that the trading back situation for Jacksonville, especially because it will probably allow them to accumulate more draft capital, uh, draft capital they can use to just bring in good football players because that's what Jacksonville's missing missing uh, on both sides of football, quite frankly. Um, so I'm up with the Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. Detroit. Detroit is a bad roster uh which makes
2: which makes it so easy because you just take best player available like if it's yeah
1: (laughs) no yeah honestly you could go through the top five or so of this draft uh where where the where these teams are selecting and it's just take best player available um obviously if there's a quarterback warrant that warranted a top five selection Mm. this could be a good situation for them. but i'm not forcing a quarterback here i'm just gonna take best player available i'm gonna take uh high ceiling i think aiden hutchinson's been a uh a popular name for detroit i think a lot of the reason is him staying in the state of michigan kind of seems like a dan campbell guy but we're going to take the best player and that's going to be cave on Ooh,
0: there we go and I, I also uh aiden hutchinson hutchinson got his uh
1: his ass kicked during that yeah it did not did not did not end his season with a good taste in your mm-hmm. mouth that was a good pick
2: alex it was a good solid pick man well
1: um, thank you so much
2: so i'm looking i'm looking through houston's roster here and it's weird because i mean before the season you probably would have said it would have been quarterback right but davis mills man i might have been on to something a little bit yeah davis mills. he's doing pretty well Can't bail on him yet second best rookie quarterback this year honestly after mac jones that, as much as that pains me to say although <laughs> when you kind of like weigh things out right like who's done more with less if we're being completely honest here but davis um exactly so that was the point um uh, Houston, Texas, they're another team that's like, there's just holes everywhere. So you can literally just go best player available, right? And I know it's a safety number three. Like, that's crazy, but I don't care. Kyle Hamilton coming off the board here, despite them having a solid safety in Justin Reed, they're starting Eric Murray opposite of Justin Reed, who is just a very average football player. Kyle Hamilton is the best player here. I, again, filling a need because there's so many on the Houston roster. Kyle Hamilton's the face of a franchise defensively, and he could change the state of that defensive unit and of this franchise, I think, potentially down the road. So get him. Kyle Hamilton. There we go. Get
0: him. Yeah, you didn't definitively say Kyle Hamilton, so I was waiting for you to to finalize that. Uh, I, th- I think you need to clean out that. your
2: ears, sir. were
0: talking. I, the problem was, is the previous pick Alex started talking about Aiden Hutchinson, so I was like, wait, do I click Aiden Hutchinson? So I didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't
1: want to. Yeah, you off a little, a little bit, didn't I? We, we would
0: that's, have that's had just... to completely start the damn thing over, and it would, <laughs>
2: it, would, <laughs> it, would it
0: would have that, been very frustrating.
2: It's it's like a Southern thing, man. He's like, golly gee, I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think uh, I think I think Kyle Hamilton is like a really reoccurring pick. I I keep seeing for the Texans. It, I feel like he either goes there or he slides a little bit to five to the Giants. But him going uh, third Jets, overall, man, Jets or the Jets no, too,
2: Jets. Yes. I, I, I so another quick story. I'm sorry. I know we're trying for to it, stay on, for a, on a timely schedule here. I, on on schedule. On a, I went on a New York Giants podcast right a little Which while one? ago. I forget what it's called. But um, my wife was laughing at me because I played the rant that I had where I basically said, like, I don't care if you guys have PTSD from drafting Jamal Adams in the top five. Kyle Hamilton's a dude. you got to take him top five because he completely changed your defense. He's a completely different football player than what Jamal Adams was. It was just funny. We were actually just listening to it (laughs) a little bit. And um, I forget what the guy said, but my wife's like, what the heck is that guy saying? (laughs) (laughs) I I need to find the clip. It's hard to explain. But – Oh, but my that all that to say, Kyle Hamilton's special. Don't like mm. don't overthink this. I don't care if he's a safety. I don't care if you. Oh, Lord just texted me. I, apparently, he said, "Sweet Caroline." I told you to <laughs> I told you to sell me on him, and you uh, went over <laughs> the top. So, uh, all that to say, Kyle Hamilton's special. Do not get PTSD if he falls to the Jets and think I can not draft a safety at the top five again. He's different, man. He's different. Just just want to throw it out there. He's different.
0: So that puts me up with the New York Jets who are selecting at fourth overall. And I would argue this is pretty good value for Aiden Hutchinson to slide a little bit after some other teams tried to address some other needs. Maybe in the circumstance, like we said, teams have a bad taste in their mouth and they're not a little uncertain on Hutchinson. But the you look at the Jets. Uh, they, they do need some help offensively. They probably need to add some weapons, some interior linemen, But on the defensive side of the ball, with a defensive-minded head coach in Robert Sala, they're going to be willing to take whoever is best available. And if they get in the debate of Dirk Stingley versus Aiden Hutchinson, I would argue if Hutchinson's on the board, they might be um, more leaning towards going with Hutchinson. So I'm going to take Aiden Hutchinson here for the Jets because he slid all the way to four. Pretty good value for him. And... I think any defensive player for them, if it was either Stingley or Karloftis or Hutchinson, uh, they're getting some pretty good value there, and it would be a nice pick to bolster that defense, so can't really go wrong.
1: Yeah, I can't complain. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's obviously done what he had to do to get himself in this conversation, so this is actually a little lower uh, Mm -hmm. than you've seen him as of late in mock drafts, but Honestly, that's who I was going to go with potentially at five, and I didn't think you would take them, so I have to rethink everything here for the New York football Giants. Giants?
0: Just don't take Stingley. That's the only one that doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, Stingley doesn't make sense. You got Bradbury. You got Adore Jackson. Adore Adore Jackson. That's the other name there. Uh, Adore Stings. Stings, Wide receivers in need, but there's no top five wide receiver. Quarterbacks in need. Quarterback, nothing in the top five. Offensive line could use some help. Andrew (laughs) Thomas looked better. It's Thomas look good. Andrew Thomas had a good season, very good season. They they need interior dudes though. Would you say he probably had the best season out of that top four uh, tackles from that draft class? Yeah, because a lot of them were hurt. Well, Well, I think I I
2: think I think Worfs was probably still the best one, but Mm -hmm. Thomas I think was like a close second. He, I mean, uh,
1: Beckton got hurt and. Yeah,
2: Jedrick uh, Wills took a, t- a huge downslide. Yeah, and he, he did not play, play very
1: well. But. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to stay on the offensive line here, though, just based on what's on the board here. Like you said, Joe, the cornerbacks don't make too much sense. If you're just looking at best available here, Kar- Karloff just kind of fits that 3-4 look that they like to run. Although we don't know what they're going to be running, yeah, that's that's fired. true. You know, I'm just going to go. This is this has been the hardest one so far. My second pick. Um, hmm, I still have to do my end of season review on him, but uh, Akeem Aqu- Aquanu uh, is going to. I cannot say that name. That's the one I struggled with this year. <laughs> Aquanu, you had it. Yeah, yeah. I had it. yeah it's, okay. it's, it's that's going to be my look. pick here. I think. Okay. I think you know that right tackle could be. Um, future outlook for him. But this is someone that I'm comfortable moving inside to, which I think the Giants need uh, some help with too. So I think this guy can – you'll find a place for a good football player like a Kwanu to, uh, to get some playing time. So I, I like him as a short-term answer to this offensive line, and I think he has a good long-term outlook as well. Joe, did you know that Ike McQuanu's brother plays for Notre Dame? Who's his brother?
2: Osita Equanu, he's a linebacker. Yeah, I didn't know that. He he doesn't play. That that name doesn't ring a bell. He was like a four-star kid, but he just hasn't played at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Linebackers are pretty good for Notre Dame, to be honest. Um, So, Alex, I do like that selection because I think that – I'm not really Ike McQuanu top 10 dude, but for what the Giants need to plug up multiple spots potentially on the offensive line, whether it's right tackle or inside a guard, I think that he gives you some versatility in that that respect. Because on this pick – For the Carolina Panthers, I was thinking quarterback, but again, I'm not going to force it. I would be comfortable taking strong, but I'm not going to take strong. I'm going to give him the other tackle that's on this board, Charles Cross from Mississippi State. And in theory, you'd be like, well, you know, I I like Charles Cross more than Aquano. Why would I take Mm -hmm. Charles Cross for Giants if I was on the board? Charles Cross has only played left tackle. That's the only spot he's ever played. You're not going to move a guy like Mm -hmm. Andrew Thomas. Getting a guy like Aquano that can play multiple spots. Makes yep. a ton of sense. And then getting him here for Carolina Panthers to play left tackle when their left tackle is I mean, I think Dennis Daly's playing left tackle yeah, right now for him. It's it's not great. I think Brady Christians played a little bit, but like nobody's nobody's taken that position, right? So absolutely. Charles Cross, best blind spot, side protector in the draft to so the Carolina Panthers.
0: A little bit of run on linemen here now pretty early. We've gotten three that have come off the board, and I that definitely makes sense to go Charles Cross. There, The the Panthers are desperately in need, in need of some linemen because they're fine at receiver. They're not bad defensively. They're just young, and there's some holes they definitely need to address, but man, their offensive line sucks right now. Wow. Derek Stingley falls a little bit, oh, but the Giants still do not need a corner. It quarterback.
2: Went, quarterback. Give them strong.
0: Uh, see that I'm in this this really tricky spot with the Giants, them taking a quarterback, because I'm over Daniel Jones, and I think whoever they bring in, new coach, new GM, is going to say, okay, do we really want to waste the first year of our regime on giving Daniel Jones another chance? It doesn't work out. Then year two, you're working with the rookie, and then year three is when things are supposed to turn around. That's way too long of a timetable. Why not get somebody now and then start to turn things around. But this quarterback class, as we've discussed, is not very enticing, so that makes things complicated. But on the note that they are starting from scratch and that Joe Judge is not there, there is literally no ties to Daniel Jones, meaning that man is screwed. Give me Kenny Pickett. The man is familiar with the uh, the market. He is from New Jersey. His quarterback coach is from the area. I think that makes tremendous sense. And I... I it is such a Mara decision to pick the local kid. So give me Kenny Pickett out of
2: pit. You know Rasiopi, his quarterback coach, just texted me about like an hour ago. By the way, really? So, yeah. Does yeah.
0: It, um, it does it mean what I think it means?
2: No, you're just asking how a couple of his kids that did out at the college game oh.
1: showcase. <laughs> um, okay. We'll talk uh, about <laughs> that.
2: Kenny, two gloves, baby. What are we doing here?
1: Joe, uh, Joe, you think having the the second top ten pick makes that selection yes. a little, that reach yes. a little easier? Because if they don't have
0: that second pick, then they're they're really it's really risky to not address any of those other needs, and then just to throw Kenny Pickett into the fire of a crappy offensive line and uh, you know a messy defense. Instead, you get an offensive lineman. It's vastly improved by just plugging in one guy because the rest of the group sucks. So I I think that makes it a lot easier that they they are definitely going to say at seven, oh hell, let's just reach on a quarterback because we already got a guy that's gonna fix a problem.
2: I I just hope that he can hold the hat when the when the commissioner gives it to him, you know.
0: This is baby hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, Alex! Look at that. You got your your hometown team. Oh, that's a fix. You got, uh, your, uh, you got your
2: team. You got your team. I always pick got first his.
0: because I'm incompetent. It was unintentional. That I will not pick first next time. I agree with you. You are incompetent. Go ahead, Alex. I, I that, took the corner one. with for the Dolphins last time we did a, we did a mock draft. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Um. No, this is a good situation for the Falcons. I kind of like where they ended up landing as far as uh, draft selection goes just based on need obviously as we've talked about for what seems like a decade Matt the falcons desperately need an edge rusher uh, they haven't had an edge presence since the random year in which vic beasley uh came came around and had 15 and a half sacks so uh the falcons just continue to be in desperate need of that position marlon davidsons kind of a you know uh, a guy that can kind of play inside outside has some versatility dante Fowler, yeah, just <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dante Dante Fowler got Aaron Donald so much. I mean, Aaron Donald got Dante Fowler so (laughs) much money. Yeah, that's what it was. It's
1: crazy. So, I mean, so George Karloftis for me here is is in the running. Obviously, you have two great cornerback prospects who I view very similarly and Derek Stingley as well as Andrew Booth Jr. Um, Obviously, A.J. Terrell had a fantastic season. It looks like he can be a staple on the outside for Atlanta, one of the only – things to hang your hat on, on that Atlanta defense. So do you make a, you know, you get the other side, you know, you get some physicality out there. I'm going to go screw it. I'm going Andrew Booth jr. Just because I think his mentality his physicality, his, you know, presence in the run game. Um, you know, coming downhill as well as obvious, you know, physical tools and the ability to turn the football over the way he can with his ball skills. I think Atlanta's defense, you get two great corners, young corners to build that defense around. Yeah. Two Clemson corners. I didn't even put that connection together, but I think that is the making of a, a, you know, a great passing defense, which we desperately need with uh, all the receivers in, in Atlanta's division.
2: So we just talked about, and first of all, of us, I love Andrew Booth. He's the best corner in the draft, in my opinion. So I love that selection. And I mean, we talked. You you just wrestled with the pass rush versus coverage debate, right? Yeah. Having two lockdown corners is going to improve a pass rush. Like that's just natural. That's Absolutely. going to happen. Um, this one, Joe, I had a. We actually talked about this a little last night, the Denver Broncos, because they're in a oh strange position, right? Because their defense has been fantastic and there's some guys on offense obviously jerry judy and the two-headed running back and Noah Fant, and pretty good Garrett, offensive line yeah yeah solid offensive line like i mean there's i mean there's a room for improvement a little bit up front but for most part it's a it's a good solid offensive line so the, i feel like the the term a quarterback away is very overused but i do think that this denver broncos team may literally be a quarterback away now is this the quarterback class to do it That's up for debate, but I'm going to put who I think is the best quarterback in the draft on what I think is legitimately a quarterback away type of situation. I'm going to give the Denver Broncos Carson Strong, who I I think is I I think he's ready to play early. Mm -hmm. And someone could, you know, we're gonna talk about the knee for the next couple months, and it's gonna be a conversation, and I get it. This is assuming that everything checks out. I think he can come in. I think he can play good football, and Denver Broncos will get better. And then, you know, a couple years down the road, maybe we're talking about the Denver Broncos potentially being a legit Super Bowl contender. Like it could happen. So Carson Strong, quarterback from Nevada,
0: interesting decision there. And I'm sure that we're going to have some very fun comments on why uh, you went with Carson Strong over Corral. But I, no, I don't disagree, and I, I think that once things are cleared up with his knee, I, I don't see why Carson Strong won't be in better consideration, especially... I mean, Corral's dealing with an injury too, so it's it's yep. a matter of which one you decide to go with. All right, back up with the Jets with their second first-round pick. They are selecting at 10th overall. I, oh, this is, this is a layup, Easy. man. Yeah. They, they ended up in a position where they get Aiden Hutchinson, and I was debating Derek Stingley, and Derek Stingley is still on the freaking board. I'm not even going to think twice there. Derek Stingley and Aiden Hutchinson for that defense... That is a serious boost. And if they can get both of those dudes, oh man, that is going to be a, a very, very nice young defense. And maybe not this upcoming season, but like in a in in two years, they are going to be very, very talented.
1: Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that that was that's a good pick. Obviously, coming away with those two in the top ten for for the Jets is really appealing on that defensive side. Like you said, Robert Sala wanting to build up that defense, being a defensive-minded guy. This is that that's a fun pairing here in the top 10
0: for sure all right alex what do you got oh it's my turn washington
1: football team (laughs) who another team that despite a down year defensively you know i just don't think that's washington i think washington's a better defense than they showcase especially on the early part of this season um they are in that conversation for being a quarterback away. I think they're, they need some more weapons offensively. I think the, you know, uh, they are missing something there. Obviously, Terry McLaurin kind of leading the way there. Um, how do you go quarterback here? That'd be kind of fun. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's freaking do it. Why not? Let's go, Matt Corral, quarterback. <laughs> hey, Hell you know, yeah. You get someone like Antonio Gibson, you got someone that can create short separation, uh, honestly separation all across the field, and Terry McLaurin, um, you know, I think I think Matt Corral could step in and be kind of that quarterback that can also double as that just true playmaker uh, with his feet and be able to extend plays. I think that's a fun little fit for that offense, maybe attack some wide receivers on day two. That'd be a, a fun little uh, draft for the Washington football team.
2: Yeah, I mean, they need to figure it out, right? Like they're another po- – they're another – talented roster that needs to figure out what the quarterback's looking like ready we're going to do a little bit of a game here fellas i need us to put our hands in front of us so i make sure that no one is googling anything joseph who alex oh sorry (laughs) what player led the minnesota vikings in sacks in 2021
0: everson griffin he's not even on the team.
1: Oh <laughs> 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 it's not Daniel Daniel Hunter's probably who you're thinking of, Joe. Yes. I Danielle- was of Daniel
2: Danielle Hunter. Hunter had six sacks in seven games, which was second yeah. on the team. Oh wow. Who was, was sub- there?
1: DJ- me- oh. oh, give it. Wait, is wait it like a recent draft, like a young guy? Yeah, I think it's his second year. Go ahead, just say it. Just uh, say it. You,
2: you already started it. DJ Wanham, What? South Carolina. Sacks. Eight sacks, which isn't a terrible number, but the point of that is to say that defensive back could get better because Daniel, the Hunter is starting to get hurt all the time. Everson Griffin, who Joe just picked is not even in the room anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> DJ Wanham
2: is probably more of a rotational player. even yes. though he had some production, which is good. And I, I mean, you're in a situation here where you're playing Kirk Cousins, a lot of money to still be a solid player. Like, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but he's good and he's fine. Cornerback would be be a position, but like I don't want to draft Ahmad Gardner here. I just don't. I'm going to draft the best player on the board, George Karloftis, who is also Mm. their type of defensive end. Like They like that type of size. You just mentioned Everson Griffin. Stylistically, from a physical perspective, they're built very similar, and they kind of play similarly. So George Karloftis, Minnesota Vikings. I think that's a pretty easy one for me.
0: Or possibly the the other thing I, I think on the table maybe is quarterback. They could be one of those quarterback teams, depending on what <sighs> happens with Cousins. But that's uncertain. They're just
2: they're just paying Cousins a lot of money, man. Yeah. I don't I don't know how you're going to get them unless they yeah. move them.
0: They need to find like a Colts that's going to panic. But so if the Cleveland Browns uh or they they are Easy. up and I if if I Easy. don't take a receiver, I think I would be annihilated on the YouTube comments. Uh, I'm going to keep this simple. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. Um, I think that that there's going to be a slight hit to Jamison Williams draft stock because of the knee injury, probably nothing significant. He'll probably still be a first round pick, but there are going to be, you know, uh, some, some doubt. And I'm sure some teams will be a little bit wary. So, uh, Garrett Wilson, they want somebody who's going to be immediate, who can step in, provide, some type of an impact. And we don't have a Jamar chase or Jalen Waddle necessarily in this draft class, but we still have some quality receivers and they, they just need help. Any receiver is going to help this group because Jarvis Landry is slow as hell. <laughs> and, um, you know, like Donovan's people's Jones is pretty good, but like right. you need, you need help.
2: That was such an easy pick, Joe. You got to lay up at 10 with the Jets with the Derrick Sting. Yeah, okay? And, dude, that one was so. Layups. You literally got an Ohio wide receiver to stay <laughs> in the state where for the mo- biggest position of need. Well, maybe quarterback is now, but either way, <laughs> easy pick.
1: Easy pick there.
0: Exactly. All right, Alex. Oh, Baltimore is tricky.
1: Um, is it tricky? Is, is it? Is Draft it another
0: tricky? receiver. Yeah.
1: No, uh, no, <laughs> no. Hollywood is gonna be a part of that team. Rashad and, Bateman. And they took Bateman last year. In the yeah, first. they took oh. Bateman in the first. I don't think they're going wide receiver back to back. And then Mark Mark Andrews, kind of as a pass guy. Yeah, like yeah, he's their number one target. Let's. Yeah. uh I really want to focus on the defensive side of the football here. Um Gonna get J.K. Dobbins back. We're not even thinking about running back in the first round. Yeah, let's go uh defense side of the football. We have some talent here. You got uh DeMarvin Leal. You have mm. Jordan Davis who people uh really like. We have David Ajabo who I think kind of fits their scheme. Mm-hmm. Um but no, we're just going to go with you know, Calais Campbell's getting old. Let's get someone to replace him in that kind of that kind of role. DeMarvin Leal, I think he's just a talented football player. We talked about this on that uh The Twitter spaces the other day, DeMarvin Leal is just one of those physical presence that you, that every defense wants to, wants him to be a part of. I mean, he just, he can do it all to have that athleticism at that size. It's kind of reminiscent of what Calais Campbell was in his prime as far as athleticism for his size. Um, I think that that, you know, he fits that three, four mold that they, they like to run a lot. He can kind of play inside their five tech, four, four tech. I think that's kind of where he's going to be best. Um, Baltimore Ravens, DeMarvin Leal. It's a that's another
2: easy one, honestly, because like he just fits what the Ravens like to do with like that big end, even to odd man front. Like it just makes sense. And honestly, from a talent perspective, DeMarvin Leal is probably a top 10 player, but you know, he just hasn't quite put it all together. But you're going to bet on him putting it together when he's on the Baltimore Ravens, they develop players as well as anybody. So first of back-to-back Eagles picks so there's a couple Ooh. ways I could go here Joe there's a couple ways and honestly we probably should go this way in back-to-back selections here they're not going to take a quarterback I am not a Jalen Hurts guy but like they made right the playoffs, they made the playoffs
0: for them it just doesn't make sense they're
2: going to give him another year you're not sold in the quarterback class like Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback next year even though I don't know if he is the long-term solution
1: can you go to the cornerback board real quick okay not- well while, while, while you're thinking about that though you you don't think with let's project that the eagles lose in the wild card round they have a pick like they're slotted here on the the you know the mock draft machine here uh at 19 or so with three yeah. picks in the middle of the first round with this say a board with a, two quarterbacks taken thus far to trade say that's the board or to just y- gamble with one of those three first round picks on a quarterback, you do you did not think that's in the cards at all, or I mean, I, 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 don't, would, I don't think you trade up. Take I don't Stetson think that's Bennett. Yeah.
2: Is he on the board? Is He's he on a the winner. board? <laughs> He's on the board. <laughs> He's on the board. That's crazy. Um, so on the CFL board. Um, uh, t- I, Alex, I mean, to answer your question, like in a in my world, I would possibly take a swing at a quarterback. but I just I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, I'm just trying right. to be a little more realistic. The other way I was thinking was. Lender bomb because that K- Jason Kelsey is going to retire at any moment, and he fits <laughs> how Jason Kelsey's kind of been re, been throughout his career, right? Like that move creating movements, and he's a guy that is a gifted athlete. But I was looking at quarterback because they have Darius Slay who played really good football. Other corner steven Nelson is very replaceable. Do I go Kyrie Elam? I'm not. Can you go to the edge board for me, Joe? Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go with the upside here. So they have Brandon Grant coming back from an Achilles. 34 years old their best defensive end this year was josh sweat who's a very meh player okay that what's his name uh derrick barnett is going to be out of the building after this year he's a free agent i am going to give them david ajabo here Ooh, high upside defensive I end a lot of i mean dude if you told me four or five years from now that david ajabo ended up being the best defensive end in this class wouldn't i'd be all right all right I'm not going to buy it today, but I can buy it long term. That's what type of athlete he is. Ten eight hundred meter runner Joe at Blair Academy in New Jersey at his size. Wow, holy crap, nutty dude! He's going to run a in the Jersey floor. guy. He's going to run in the four fours to 255 pounds. It's, That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. That's him and him and Oway from Penn State were on, on at Blair Academy together for like a couple years. So yeah.
0: So Ryan, you made things insanely easy for me because you literally announced who's the, the likely pick. Well, I am getting so many layups, man. Uh yeah, I think that it makes too much sense for them not to take Tyler Linderbaum and, you know, Kelsey's going to be done. It, it almost works perfectly to replace one small center with another small center, and Linderbaum is fantastic. He's a he's a great athlete. He he needs to go to a situation where he fits based on scheme. Otherwise, he's probably not going to work out. We we kind of see that happening with some of these centers lately where they don't really go in the right spot and then they don't end up being successful. So Linderbaum, they fixed that center spot immediately. No problems there. Offense continues moving the way that they are.
1: All right. Makes sense. Great analysis. Too much, too yeah. much sense. It does. Ah, oh, man. This is a fun one. Los Angeles Chargers. It's a good roster. It's a good roster. I'm looking at their their roster right now. There's a lot of talent. I mean, I think this team is on the verge of being something special. They don't take timeouts when <laughs> or go for it on every fourth down, even at your own twenty <laughs> yeah.
2: like, yard line. Yeah, get them,
0: a, get them a kicker that can hit eighty yard field goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: God, man, look at this talent. Obviously Joey Bose. Matt, Matt Rise is from, from San Diego State is that will
0: that will fix that will fix their situation. Matterizer. Not Michael uh, Turk, who should not be selected by anybody. Who's
2: who's the who's the top kicker? Go to the kickers real okay. quick. Who's the top kicker?
0: Yeah. Who? Who? I don't think any of those guys are are particularly I, astounding.
2: I, I, I know Meavis and the kid from Oklahoma. Who the heck is Noah Ruggles? I've never heard of that guy. Before. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of him. Huh.
1: Interesting. Who's Michael Schofield? Uh, he's a guard from Michigan. Yeah, don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Looking on Man. the depth chart? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm looking at the depth chart right now, and I'm like, who is this cat? <laughs> all right,
0: let's pick. Let's do a right, pick here, all right.
1: buddy. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you, I'm between two people here. I'm between Kenyon Green. Uh, oh, boy, kind so of Kenyon
0: Green still available? Kenyon
1: Green is still available. Yeah. Look, you want to make a strength of... A stronger strength, I guess. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, and then Devin Lloyd's kind of a fun name here. I know they just got Kenneth Murray what two years ago, oh, no. this but might he has No, I'm 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 gonna it's go Kenyon Green. It's too early for Jordan Re- Davis. Uh,
0: really?
2: You're gonna so jo- Joe? Like this is the thing, man. Like, Kenyon Green's the if, pick, by the way. Okay, Kenyan sorry,
0: Gris- sorry, I got distracted. Jo-
2: Jordan Davis. It's just, I mean, it's the simple fact that like. If so, if you were if you were mocking him like thirty something to the Chiefs, let's say where the roster is good and they just you know they can take a a a a pick where it's like super niche, right? Or or a Green Bay Packers maybe, or just the best football teams in the NFL. Like I'd be like, all right, but a pick seventeen for a guy that may only play fifty percent of the snaps at a highest point because he can't play pass rushing downs. I I don't know. I I just feel I, I I honestly would not be I would not be supportive of Jordan Davis going top 25, twenty five like twenty like I I just wouldn't. So I don't know. I don't know. Just just throwing it out there. I agree okay. with you one hundred percent. New Orleans Saints. Right, Wrap us up. Last pick. I don't think there's a quarterback that I want here. So I'm going to look at the wide receiver board. No, there's definitely not a quarterback I want here. Um, sure there is. Oh man, uh, Jamison Williams. No. Dude, you're gonna you're oh, uh you guys are gonna hate me for this, right? Because you're gonna say Chris Olave. No. no, I
1: they listen. I'm just saying not that's not a chance, man. So
2: hey, the Saints have nobody wide receiver, like they have Callaway, who's an okay little player. They got the little Harris kid that's the returner that's got some
0: little little Jordan Humphrey.
2: Lil Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> yeah, Michael Thomas, who hasn't played in like seven years. But they don't have a dude right now that they can depend on, a guy that brings a substantial amount of physicality. Yep, Drake right. London. Drake London. Yeah, oh, receiver. You, I can tell USC. by the way you're
0: going that way. You're obsessed with Drake London, uh, I feel dude, like. I
2: really like I'm Drake really London, you. man. Brandon Marshall vibes, but like I, I'm getting flashbacks now to when the Saints had Marcus Colston for a second. He's ah. the different players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different players, but like you had Colson who's the just body. that big body, number one receiver, and then you had a bunch of speed around him. And that's what we're working with here. For the yeah, Drake London does right. not
1: go down. That's for sure. Dude, he's a monster, man. Monster. A, he is Javante Williams as a wide receiver. <laughs> good call. That's a good cop. Like
2: that cop.
1: Yeah. It's talking about contact balance. You know, he's not going down. That's that's a fun pick. I listen, that's why. I had to go uh, Andrew Booth for the Falcons. We we need cornerbacks to cover these guys. 100 <laughs> percent, man.
0: All right, I think that's a good note to wrap us up on. Look at us staying on schedule. Uh, be sure to follow us at NFL Prospects Pod at Joe DeLeon at Rising Draft at Alex Gillstrap and then subscribe to the YouTube channel or the audio feed.